Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. Today's date is December 29th, 2020. This will be the last Cosmic Reality Show of that particular year. And my name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. Walt, uh, how you doing? Oh, I just realized the show before this one must be more exciting because it has the, the Star Trek theme music. What do you think? <laughs> well, what happened? Did we lose the production? I don't know what happened to Nancy, but I'm busy chuckling about that one. <laughs> well, I had muted myself, okay. but I don't understand oh. that because the last show was a call to action, which was extremely depressing. But that, oh that the, theme, the theme in that is like rock music or something. Now, Jan's <laughs> is Star Trek. I don't know if you, you know, she was on the hour before that, so. Maybe oh. you call well, I, I don't know the name which shows we, comes after before us, but I thought, oh, they have the Star Trek. Maybe their, their show is more exciting. <laughs> no, when, when we started out, which was long before these other shows, um, I got what I could get, and I happen to really like that theme that you don't, but that's neither here nor there. Tell me, not, four, year, four years so I afterwards, I don't, I don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it only lasts like 35 seconds. Um, and then too I was... Walt's world. <laughs> what? Too long in Walt's world. Yeah. Too and, long in Walt's world. Uh, so anyway um that i I, neither neither of you i think listened to that particular show but it was uh, today i think i'm really glad (laughs) oh yeah Uh, these two have been on before and what they're talking about is the knowing purposeful poisoning by radiation from a plant up in ohio uh, oh, good hint. Okay. And, and today it was, it was. they found out more, they're trying to dismantle it, and now they found out that there's even worse situation occurring, and oh my God, it's like, if you... What, it's an, it's an American Chernobyl? We have a lot of them. We just don't talk about it. <laughs> because mm. it's, it, Chernobyl was such a big event. I mean, they had an explosion that threw the stuff way up high. This is just leaking into the... Environment and unfortunately, these two guys. See, one one of them was a. Uh, <clears throat> well, let me just look at there. Okay, one of them. Uh, okay, Jeff Jeff Walburn is a former anti-terrorism squad member, and Charles Chick is his nickname. Lawson is a former occupational safety and health administration certified investigator, and it's the Portsmouth gaseous diffusion plant um, 
uh, in Ohio, and they had done uh, at least two other programs regarding this particular plant. But if you, you know, it, a lot of times I, I kind of point out that I have a problem really addressing how evil people can be. But when you listen to these two guys with the kind of expertise they have, and the reporting that they're doing is based not on the fact that they were insiders and have secret information. It's that they know what information they should be looking for, and it's all out in the open. Nobody's trying to hide the fact that they're, you know, killing people with radiation. They just don't deal with it. Nobody. The legislatures, they don't want to talk about Nobody wants to talk about it. You know, so they keep on doing the same thing over and over again. You know, just and and, and the way and it, you know, it's it, when it, when I was listening to it, it, it occurred to me that this is the same sort of thing that you get from at least one uh, uh, cell phone antenna guy that was putting up everything, including five G. And he came out and he, you know, was saying like, "I'm really sorry, I'm 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 killing you people, but you're not going to know it for another ten years." And it's the same sort of thing. Oh, well, they, they, they won't realize that 10 years from now when they die of cancer that it was we were the ones that caused it. And that's really stark, raving evil. So it was very depressing, and I don't want to talk anymore about it. And plus, you didn't hear it, but some of our listeners did. <clears throat> and and um, this, is, this is what we got to wake up to, but we can't wake up to it. They're, they're, they're an obvious example. The people that are willing to take on the fight are terribly outnumbered. Their information cannot be disputed, and so instead of getting it in front of people and everybody in the room saying, what do you think of this, they just prevent them from ever getting in the, in the room. And so these podcasts that, um, that uh, are being put together by Bobby Bond are extremely valuable, I mean like profoundly valuable. But again, it's it, it, it's such an uphill fight that we have to have a total transformation of the way that humanity is thinking before this is ever going to stop, in my opinion. So well, it sounds like those dudes are living in in the third, uh, not generation, the third world, three D. Yes, yes, yes. They oh, are, absolutely! They're stuck in it. They, they aren't in my reality. In Dolly World, they aren't there. No, because they don't know how to get there. And, you know, I mean, their job right now is to make people aware at the 3D that this is terrible so that, you know, people that are within the capability of making a massive leap in, in, you know, evolution for the planet so that they can see the evil. You know, like they're the people that are, are uncovering this evil. And, you know, we at least we've got ourselves to fall back on and, and an idea that, okay, it's a really bad fight in the 3D, but we're going to, to, to take it to a different level of human response to this stuff. And that's by thinking ourselves into a new reality, uh, by focusing that, that, the energy. That's, that's exactly, you just said the key word there, the young lady. How you did I word, how did I get young to you? Huh? <laughs> you well, your voice. 
Oh my God. You, you have a young voice. You, yes. you don't sound like a like an octogenarian or whatever you think you are. Uh, but the, the thing that I was thinking is you said the word thinking. That's paramount right now because it's all about thinking. You, you're sitting in whatever reality you, you use thinking to transport you like the same way that you would use a transporter device to go from point A to point B. It's thinking what changes the place where you are, the time where you are, the attitude of where you are, and how it feels. Because, for example, case in point, I wasn't here. I was at the Hy-Vee supermarket buying something, and while my mother was here, the 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 girl with our across, from our neighbor across the way, um, he enlisted the help of um, like a is uh, what do you call them? They're not. Uh, she used to be like a. Um, before this COVID thing, she used to be like a, a, a home visiting people. You know, uh, they, they go visit. Nurse? Not a nurse exactly, but they help you. Like if you need something washed or something bought, you know, they do all these things that an elderly person are unable to do themselves for whatever reason. So. Uh, she she's the one who's um, completely sold on Bernie Sanders. So let me give you starting pew, <laughs> point. Uh, like you know that that's that's her attitude. That's the reality she's in. So as soon as this COVID thing, she believes it like the Holy Christ. You know this COVID is real and, and everything. Well, never never take off the mask, never, her whole family never takes off the mask, I think they go shower with the mask on, and yet, nobody, nobody's, except for the, her, I think her great-grandfather was in his late 80s, and he, immediately he had complicated, and he passed away, but the rest of the family, including her, she also spent, I don't know, she doesn't say how long, but she spent time in the hospital, because they all came down with covid and I said to my mom, how do you know it's COVID and it's not flu? I mean, if you remember, there was um, uh, Gene Rockefeller was even involved scanning me. Remember that year I came down with a, I didn't know what it was. If It, it wasn't a cold. It wasn't regular uh, flu. I think I, I must have been a, 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 a test subject for the COVID. Because if you remember, first of all, I had a constant... Um, fever so much so that the only way I could get some sleep was with an ice bag and I would get uh, uh, mucus emissions from my eyes my eyes would seal up from the mucus <laughs> so that's why that's why I hate the the, the holiday season because come holiday season I get the weirdest uh, problems and uh, I did I didn't die but that's that's what it looked like, and 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 these and here these people are like totally sold on the the idea of, of, that COVID exists and this, and you have to wear a mask, even if you, I don't know, even if you're dead, you have to wear a mask, and they all came down came down with sick. The the world, all the all the family members were sick. Well, they're and killing I'm, themselves. I, they're breathing their own damn poisons in back exactly. into their body. 
And I bet you they're the ones running to the to, to the government answering those letters. Yes, yes, we want to participate in the in those trial oh. vaccines. And even even Anelia has said that if you if you up to to go for that vaccine once it gets released, the whatever it does, it's it, it's irreversible because it do, it goes directly into genetic manipulation of the body. So once the body gets gets modified, it's done. It's modified. It's not like the old vaccines where you can use, uh, you know, like the zeolite, that uh, special clay that uh, detoxes your body and pulls out any contamination from any vaccine. You can't do that anymore because she says this new vaccine is based entirely on a genetic altering of the body. And once the body gets modified, that's it, you're done. So there is no trial and error. You you choose that, that you choose to get vaccinated. You're, you're yeah, that's the, the road you're going down. Well, so she sounds it, like Miss Happy Pants. Well, I wouldn't let her in the house. Well, it, that was that oh, in, was that in her last um, issue of her thoughts. I got an email from her. I didn't have time to look at it. I saw it today. No, that was when she that was when she said uh, she, she gave a, I think it's a forty-five minute um, overview of the year. Oh. So what happens is she's answering questions, and a lot of people had that question. Okay, what happens if I choose to to get the COVID vaccination anyway? And she says, "Well, the the answer is no. There is no there is no taking." something to purify yourself or de- detox yourself from the me- from the vaccine because it's not a regular vaccine. It's meant entirely on genetic manipulation. So once you're vaccinated, you're done. And they're, they can do whatever you... It's a, it's a matter of waiting what they're going to choose to do with you because once the, the vaccine man- manipulates you, they, they can send signals and either make you sick or make you dead... Or, I don't know, do whatever you want. It's, well, I agree it's, with that part. It's terribly awful. Yes. So if you're going to choose to do that because you, oh, I want to be safer. I don't, don't want to get the COVID, so I'm going to get the vaccine. Well, you're done. I don't want to get and, the uh, disease, so I'll take a poison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and here, and I said to my mom, look at, look at us. I'm a whole month in the hospital. We got looked over by by everybody, and we didn't get any any kind of illness. We just got the hassle of having to deal with the of being interned. You know, each each one of us in in, in our own location. But uh, I didn't came down with any illness. We I had to wear the, the stupid. It was kind of stupid, and uh, I had to wear the mask to get out of the room. But that's about it. And and here this was, <laughs> she's a firm believer. I guess you create what you believe in. She's a firm believer in the reality of the COVID. Well, the whole family came down with that, except the except the great grandfather. He didn't make it, but he had all kinds of complications from from other health conditions. So, and I'm I'm thinking, wow, this is like a textbook case. The only people that are being killed by COVID, people are that are very ill. Oh. You know, people that have other complications prior to whatever this in, this invented invented condition is, but uh, they didn't die of COVID. They died because they had 
horrible complications. Someone who is in a very weakened state is not going to survive not even the regular flu. Well, there, nobody's going to die of flu this year because the COVID killed it. <laughs> so, and, and, and when my mother said, well, what symptoms do you have? She described exactly the symptoms that you get when you get the flu. I was in the hospital, and you're like short of breath, and I was like, sounds like a flu to me, but yeah, I don't know. So, so, so people are the ones who fuel and feed and give shape to the whatever reality they're living in. So that doesn't make them any any less real, but it just goes to show how seriously strong human consciousness is that we can manifest what we want, good things and bad things, especially bad things because the Kabbalah is an expert at programming thing, programming people at focusing on only the negative stuff. Like It's like a thing I told you about Argentina there. Their attitude is like anything that's bad or negative or, or anything that's suffering, that's, that's real. That's real, that's true. If, you, if you're happy... No, that's it's not going to last because you're you're happy. That's not going to last. So, uh, that's kind of a, a very twisted kind of double standard. Because wait a minute, sadness and suffering is real, but happiness is false. It's either both or neither. Not this this and or or kind of condition. It's 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 amazing how collectively people were programmed there to to fall for those belief systems but that's why this is not a this is not a word about money or, or even energy you know people a lot of people argue it's not a war on money it's a war of energy but it is well if you look at consciousness as a, as a form of energy as a type of energy or a dimensional high dimensional type of energy that's what the war is it's not a war with guns or sticks it's a war on what what thoughts are being entertained by people. It's kind of sad that the majority of people are are stuck in the in the negative thought forms, you know, isolation and illnesses and whatnot. But not everybody's there. I don't think that it's the majority of people that are there. I think the majority of people are waking up because is it, I hope know, so, from boss. <laughs> I, I really do, because um, it's just getting too blatant, you know. So, yeah, it's 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 a. We keep coming back to the same thing. It's it's a battle between good and evil, and these people who are, I'll say, brainwashed here. I've started to think in terms of scammed. They've been scammed, because brainwashed sounds like you don't have any control over it and you actually if you're scammed yes you had you have control over it now you know you were scammed you can do something about it but the the CDC's own numbers say that we have had less than average deaths in 2020 than for the last 10 years <clears throat> well the average okay i read them off i think in the last uh you weren't here but i i read off the statistics and so you, you try to tell this to somebody that is, 
you know, seemingly a sane person and you say, well, the CDC's own data says that there have been no excessive deaths. In fact, there's fewer deaths this year than last year. Where is all this COVID deaths? (laughs) Shouldn't there be a spike? And they look at you like, did you just start talking uh, Russian or something? What What are you talking about? Talking that's about like facts my neighbor. And... <laughs> that's like my neighbor when you, you I, I I confronted him because of his mask. I said, "Where are the corpses?" According to them, there should be a mountain of corpses, like a hill, in the in the town square from so many people dropping like flies. Where? Oh no, they are. No, there's corpses. There's just so many of them. They're running out of place where to start. Oh, really? Well, then why aren't we seeing a decrease in the population? Exactly. You should be walking around uh, looking at all these empty houses, as 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 entire places are decimated. But you you they they believe people end up believing just because. That, I mean, that that was the biggest contrast I remember seeing. I mean, I came, my father came to in '69 to New York. Me and my mom, we came in 1970. Then we came back. Uh, we left in '75. When we came back seven years later, and I always saw the same contrast, uh, culture-wise or population-wise, between the two countries, is that. In Argentina, nobody believes in anything. It's like the, the, the government are all crooks. The governments are always looking for the benefit. So what happens is in the population, he who is going to get ahead is whoever's most corrupt. Whoever's the most corrupt in the population, it doesn't matter what he is. It doesn't matter if he's a, a fruit vendor, a flower salesman. doesn't matter if he's a lawyer. The, the most corrupt he's going to be he's going to be getting ahead in life I'm going to have the best houses and the best cars he's going to have to deal with that corruption because he's going to be uh, many times a victim of the corruption but that's that's a he that's he'd rather do that than to be dirt poor following the rules here in in when I would come to the we came to the US twice it was the same mentality as just the most, not everyone, of course, but a big fraction of the population was like, they were like so innocent and so trusting. If they, Oh, the television said so, then it must be real. Oh, but it's an anchorman. He's the one I, I love, this anchorman. He wouldn't lie to me, would they? It's like, are these people four years old? How can they be so innocent and so trusting? I mean, anybody, the news is not a document. The newspapers are not a document. This is one of the first things I remember the teacher saying in grammar school. A newspaper is not a document. It is just for informational purposes. So ever since she said that, it stuck with me. So a newspaper will say anything it needs to say to sell papers. <laughs> so I never thought it was a document. But yet people, oh, see, the newspaper said it, it must be real. If there, if there's pigs with wings, oh, there must be. It's just we can't see them because they move so fast. But the newspaper says they are pigs, flying pigs. It's like, ooh, okay, whatever you say. So th- that has to change. That that has to 
whether they like it or not, it has to be transformed. They have to wake up and, and stop being children and stop the government thinking for you and doing for you and, and just believing, oh, because the government, because the, the TV said so. What? Because it, you're doing something or you're believing something because the TV said so? What about you? What do you think? What do you believe? Well, what did the what did they say? What was it, the last newscast? What did they say? No, you, you, not the no, the last news. <laughs> Jeez, well, how did we get on this wonderful topic? I'm sorry. Should we go back to radiation poisoning? No, yes, that, that was what we got. That's how we yeah. got in. That's how we got into it. Was I was I was saying that you know that was a very depressing show. So apparently we're just going with the theme of depression. Well, you know this is the last this is the last show of 2020. So it's probably oh my god that was one effing type of oh my god what did they do last year? To me it was like oh thank God you're finally waking up. I mean, I understand that a lot of people have gone through a very, very hellish kind of time. But, hey, listen, you know, we've been trying to wake you up, in my case, 50 years. You know, you just didn't want to wake up. You were very content and happy. Well, guess what? You were on a slide to oblivion, and you didn't know it. And halfway down the hill, well, closer to the end of the hill... There was a bump, and all of a sudden you went, Oh, my God, it looks like the end of the road is in front of us. We're going over the cliff. You know? Wake up. You can stop the damn sled. It's all in, it's you, all in the hands of the people. Reality is what you think it is. You, you are, um, I think it, he, uh, if he has already passed away. He was an, an adult when you were a, a high schooler. The writer Aldous Huxley. Oh yes, and his style of writing. <laughs> you know, Brave New World. I mean, that's that's a classic for the ages because it's all uh, Brave New World is all about what's happening today. It's like the first of all, they they not everybody was completely human. They had different they had different casts where they would modify the babies so they wouldn't be a hundred percent. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, like for example, the worker class, they were, they had the mental capacity that they could be trained to do certain jobs. And then there would be the engineering class. And the alphas were whoever was in charge. The ruling class were all alphas. So if you remember, anyone below an alpha, that's, that's how they kept peace and order in society. Everybody was made stupid. And how did you keep the workers happy? Well, Instead of um, going on vacation or something like that, at the end of the work shift, you get your dose of soma, which is a drug to make you happy and content for oh, I don't know how many hours, but that that was that was it. That was all that you got for your trouble, and you got to eat, of course, and you had a, a passable life. But that's that's the way it was. Everybody in their place doing their thing, and everybody taking their drugs, being happy. So. How take a look at that book and all the details in the book, and how much did that actually come to us? I mean, for example, we don't have alphas, humans that are superior to other humans, but we have crazy humans that feed on other humans, like the adrenochrome thing. 
I mean, isn't that like an entire group of humans believing they are far better than everybody else? So they, they have a, a, a right to feed on the blood of the young? Uh, I mean, that, if that's not in that, is that not what reflected in that book? I don't know what is. So this is a great time to reflect how much truth was being revealed. It's just very few people were at the time were conscious enough to realize this is this is not a fiction. I'm sorry, it just feels too too right to be fiction. They may pass it off as fiction, but it isn't. It, this is this is this is happening. So on. And you've had the chance to meet people. Some disappeared because they knew too much. Some disappeared uh, into another dimension because they knew too much. So I guess this is the way this this year goes off. With a whimper of depression. <laughs> Not in Dolly world. Thankfully. Thankfully we have ladies like Dolly who can make a different reality. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to live in that reality you've been talking about. I did that long enough. I'm not doing that no more. No more, no mm. more, no more, no more. <laughs> Dolly, when you when you started to awaken to, you know, what all right, let me put it to you this way. You you began to awaken and so now your guides took you to Wolf Spirit and in Wolf Spirit you're getting a an avalanche of wow, you should have woke up about this a long time ago, girl. And you know you must have felt an overwhelm because it was it was um, uh, what's that guy's name you know Dave there Dave, don't hit me Dave it was it was it was it was you know Dave reaching out to you saying Dolly you know everything's okay okay can you kind of you know explain to people what you were feeling because I think an awful lot of people are probably going through that same roller coaster because. They are being forced by a change in reality. I mean, we are definitely in a different reality. Um, that's forcing them to wake up very, very quickly. Can you kind of put into words what you were feeling when you did find Wolf Spirit and what you felt once you found that there's a whole bunch of people that know the truth? Okay, I can try. Um, I don't, I can't remember. Oh, I, I know. I'm trying to get a starting point here. Okay, uh, I was watching videos about, um, uh, oh, come on, I know his name like my own name. Um, the hey, one w- that was with, no, not Wilcott, the one that was, uh, went through MK Ultra, the, the, the guy, he was married to Miranda, oh, he was friends with Dave. Dave took him. They were on the helicopter together in a battle. I'm having a trouble remembering too. I know who you're talking about. Oh, I can't remember his name. But anyway, I was watching videos about him, talking about MK Ultra and how god awful it was, and those people should have been shot immediately. But uh, anyway. Not the poor people that were involved, that that were the, the victims, but the, okay, so, anyway, uh, I had been watching those videos and, and seeing how bad it was, and so then it led me to the one with him and Dave Corso. We're talking about Dave Corso. Duncan! Yes! That's it. Thank you, Texas. Yes, 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 yes. 
Duncan O'Finian. Um, and so I'm watching Duncan O'Finian and Dave, and they did a couple videos together, and then I started watching Dave alone, and then I found Dave in, uh, what did I call him? The Man in the White Van. It was Dave. When uh, Jesse, not Jesse James, Jesse Ventura had his interviewer go interview Dave. Well, they would go to Las Vegas in, in the desert area, and she would get in his van and interview Dave in the van. And that's why he got nicknamed by me, the man in the white van. <laughs> and so then I, I was... I was so messed up at that point in my life. And and they're telling me all these horror stories on their on their videos and I think, Oh my gosh, there has to be a place where I can go and there's some some sanity to the world. And so I thought, Well, I'm gonna look up Dave Corso and see what uh what I can find. So I found WSR through looking for Dave and it said that Dave was the uh, owner of the station now so I went in there and I I just I didn't know I did not know up from down side from side I was so screwed up mentally thinking this world sucks everybody's mean to everybody and and there's no sanity whatsoever and look at the politicians they're so they don't give a shit about the people and we're the ones who voted them in and and so it just went on and on and on like that i i don't want to get into any more detail other than i was pretty fucked up (gasps) i mean i was pretty messed up and uh so i got in there and I forgot who was on the air talking at that point. <clears throat> and I started asking questions, not realizing Dave was in there. And uh, there were questions like people come in who don't, who are very confused and, and upset. And they, we, they come in contact with us. Well, Dave, Dave saw how I needed help at that point in time because I really needed help. And so he's, he kind of took me aside and, and he talked with me and he said, Dolly, I'm Dave. We did a private uh, private chat. And he says, I'm Dave Corso and, and I, I understand you've been watching the videos and um, it isn't as bad and there is good in the world. He didn't say it isn't as bad as that. He said there is good in the world. We are here together. Those of us who've been through the bad stuff, the the veterans and and uh, the pe- the people who've been through the MK Ultras programs, and <clears throat> even some of the people who were the. Uh, instructor for lack of better word I can't think I can't 
can't think of what is the word. But uh, they were the perpetrators of the victims, I guess. I don't know else, how else to say it. So he talked with me, oh, several hours that night. And then he kept talking with me. And uh, that's that's what it took for me to... Well, come away from thinking, well, Stan committed suicide, so can I. There is no reason to go on in this world. It's all so bad. Well, Dave talked me down from that ledge that night by pointing out to me, no, no, people are working on this. There's people working in the background. Um, There is is hope because... there's so many working in the background that the bad people don't know about. And we are in a war, war of uh, good versus evil. He says we need to stay positive. Uh, these Now I'm, I'm summarizing uh, all these conversations Dave had with me. Um, I, I'm putting them together. Uh, because he talked with, we talked hours, hours, uh, over days, months. Um, but it didn't take me months to get over because Dave was there encouraging me. And so were the others at WSR. There were people who came in who were veterans uh, uh, of bad things and uh War and <clears throat> battles and MK Ultra and 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 they were all very encouraging to each other, and that's why I liked it so much in there because it was a good place to go and realize the whole world doesn't suck. It's just the bad, the evil that's in the world that we need to fight, and that was a mission. Of Dave's, oh, oh, speak of him. Oh, my goodness. Either you're coming in stronger, Dave, or I'm getting you stronger. Uh, he says a little of both. Mm. Yes, he says. He he was working with me because he was told that I came there because I was sent there and that the people out there uh, who hear my voice, who are as messed up as I was, please listen to these words. Uh, Come into cosmic reality. Uh, Come in um, and talk with us. We aren't going to, I, for one, am not going to relive horror. I don't want horror to enter Dolly World anymore. I've lived enough horror. I understand if you come to me because you have lived horror. I understand what you've been through. I don't need to hear it again. If you need to talk to someone and say the horror words, then you'll need to find someone other than me to talk with. But then, when you get past the horror, and you start realizing, I am living in the kind of atmosphere 
I want to be living in. Do I really want to live this horror over and over and over every day, every hour? What's up to you? I chose not to. Dave says it darn better have chosen not to. <laughs> You're so gruff, I know. I love you too. Um, but he says, uh, this has been a year of constant, constant battles because we are in a humongous, the biggest war ever. The biggest, biggest war that has ever been fought up to this time. We are in. We are living through. Um, others are living through the battles. Physically, we're going through them emotionally, mentally. Uh, and he says, you need to do as you've been hearing. Send out good thoughts, good vibrations. But you can't do that until you have good vibrations good thoughts hope you have to have hope and faith that you believe good will win over evil have the faith good will win over evil good has won over evil in so many cases and he says it's real it's real it's no joke it's is many good thoughts, uh, uh, actions, actions. He's he's showing me be good, be k- kind toward other people. Um, some people can be real asses. He says, but but they aren't really that way inside. They're hurting when they're being so awful. Just realize. They are hurting very badly inside. And they they need encouragement, even if it's if it's just a smile or you or you just rub your hand down their arm or you just touch their hand. I know that you're not supposed to these days, but screw that, Dave says. That that is just a way of controlling you. Um, he says, if you choose to wear masks, pull your mask down and smile at the person. Let them see your smile. Let them feel your smile. People need encouragement these days, and that's what Dave gave me at that point in time was encouragement, and he's encouraging us to give encouragement to others who were like me, who just had no hope, no hope whatsoever left. All they could talk was negative, negative, negative. I may as well dig a hole and bury myself in it, that kind of talk. There's sunshine. There's there's rain. There's grass that grows. There's birds that sing. 
there's warmth from other people if you allow it into yourself. You need to let down your barriers. And that's what he helped me to do was let down my barriers. I had built walls that are so thick, nobody could get through them. I made sure of it. And if somebody did chink a little hole in one, I would patch it up immediately. Let your walls down. If you get hurt, okay, look at why you got hurt. Examine it, because if you got hurt, you probably were in a place where you were looking to get hurt, is what Dave is saying. He says it sounds crazy, but it's true, because you're very vulnerable as you're taking those bricks out of your wall and throwing them away. You're very vulnerable, and you will be getting hurt, but look at yourself and and. Look inside yourself and say, am I going to accept that meanness from that person? Or am I going to say, oh, wow, what is a truth in the statement that was made? Is there truth in that statement? And work on that part of it so you get back to a place of hope. There's hope and faith that there is hope fate that good does win over evil all the time and uh, you're making me so emotional Dave I just want to sit here and cry um thank you he backed off a little okay thank you he says it's so important to him and the posse and all the others (laughs) He's calling them the popcorn eaters. <laughs> Those who come and who gather in groups in the universe and and listen to us, to our shows and and watch in the chat rooms what the people are saying. Those people there he's calling the popcorn eaters. <laughs> he says they all want us to realize there is hope. We are winning. We have one, and uh, remember in your head, God loves you. He says, there's a lot of people who will say, I don't believe in God. Then think to yourself, well, the Creator loves me. You had to be created somehow. (laughs) You had to be. You didn't just, there you are one day. And so he says, believe, believe in, in the creator, in that uh, the creator loves you and is there for you anytime you call on the creator. You have angels, as many as can fit in a football field, according to Christia and me. I believe. I believe. And uh, Dave says the angels want to help. They want you to help them. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is, is if if they're needing, ask them. Do you need my help at this time? And listen and look for an answer. You might see it. A bird may come up and chirp. 
beside you or you may hear it uh, off in the distance but you know it was meant for you listen and look for an answer from the angels when you ask them a question and then ask what is it you need from me please show me something will happen and you will realize that's my angel telling me what the angel needs and then you can send whatever it is it'll be you can send it like a thought a thought that in your head is real this angel asked this from me and by George I'm going to give it to him and you imagine it you see it see it so much that you can almost feel it smell it maybe so in reality Dave is saying right now we need the angels the angels need us and the creator is watching over all of us and I'm asking why does the creator allow the evil I know I should I should duck <laughs> but um, I why why do we have to go through all this and it, all the answer that I'm getting from who I call God is it's a necessity take my word for it <laughs> I'm not going to question anymore. Okay, I take your word for it. Um, but we, well, we have to learn. Uh, we have we to learn. To take heart. We yeah. have to learn between you know good and evil. Right. And how are we going to be able to make that determination? Unless we live Unless through we it. Unless we live yes. through it. Right. Yes, and uh, uh, um, Dave. He's kind of, he's backing away a little more with his energies, but he's here close to me right now. Uh, he says, the, the ones that are called the popcorn eaters are getting a chuckle out of that term. I didn't make it. Dave and the posse made that one up. <laughs> the popcorn eaters. <laughs> They're very real, and they really do watch us. Uh, so, he says, this year coming up, 2021, is going to be, it's not going to be a smooth year. It's going to be a, a kind of a continuation of what we've been living through this year, uh, but but in 2021, more things are going to become visible. He says, when you're seeing the the evilness, don't run, don't give in, don't feed on the fear. Just look at it and say, I send you love. Because evil can't live with love. He says evil can't live uh, with light. He says also send them light. So uh, tell them I'm sending you love. You don't necessarily have to love them. 
I just asked that, and he answered, no, you don't necessarily have to love them. Just send them love. Send them love from the Creator. Say, I send you love from the Creator. (laughs) And uh, if you can, before they leave, swipe them with some light, too. (laughs) Send some light out of your mind, too. (laughs) Uh, And he says... Uh, in 2021, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, disturbance. I, he's showing me the song Disturbance. And he says there's going to be a lot of disturbance going on. Um, people are going to be waking up and realizing, oh, geez, this has been going on and I didn't see it. Why didn't people tell me? So there's going to be some anger going on, too, because they aren't going to realize You've been being told this all the time. You just didn't accept it. <laughs> so eventually they will be, uh, they will realize it was their own darn fault that they weren't looking. They weren't accepting what they were seeing when they did look. And, uh, so there's going to be fear and confusion and, and, uh, People are going to have to atone for for the evilness that they've done, they've carried out. Hmm. Uh, So don't be surprised when when you notice somebody has disappeared right off the face of the earth. you, You don't hear about them. You don't see them. You don't... You haven't been told. Well, they were taken to Gitmo, tried, and executed. <laughs> You're not going to hear about everybody this happens to. Uh, it's going to happen to people you don't know. It's going to happen to people you do know about. So uh, put your big boots on and get ready for it. It's going to be cleanup year, 2021. It's going to be the year of cleanup, and it's not going to be pretty. When you're cleaning up dirt, it makes mud and it makes it yucky. So, but keep keep the faith. Good is winning. Good has won. Evil can't live with good. Evil can't live uh, with with light and love. So, remember those two things, Dave says. If you forget everything else, remember those two things. Evil cannot exist in love or light. (sighs) And uh, he says, they love us. And just let y'all know they love us. And they're, they're working with us. And sometimes you don't realize, but you also are working with them, but you don't realize it. <laughs> it's a set up situations where you can make a choice. <laughs> and the good choice will be the one where you help them and you don't realize it. Uh, and he says, that's enough. I can't take much more. 
<laughs> I'm wearing out. It, this It's a lot of energy drain. Four minutes. We'll be right back. You go through your house. It is empty now. The years went by fast. You don't know how. The laughter and noise, they seem to have died. The rooms are deserted, it's totally quiet. Where is your family? There was a whole house of brothers, and a whole house of sisters, then a whole house of children too. They are gone with lives of their own In their hearts, they're still part of you They are still family Take a walk for a while and keep looking around And see what new family can be found Look at all the people you see None are exactly like you or like me Yet they are a part of our family There's a whole town of brothers and a whole town of sisters and a whole town of children too. They are all different, yet they're all the same in their hearts. They're all part of you and me. They are our family. Get in the car and you drive for a while And crisscross your state, really put on some miles You see different counties and cities and towns Take a look at the people that are all around They're part of our family There's a whole state of brothers and a whole state of sisters and a whole state of children too. They are all different, yet they're all the same in their hearts. They're all part of you and me. They are our family. Get on a plane and fly overseas And look at the people in different countries Some are yellow, some white, black or brown Yet inside they are just like the ones in our town 
they are our family. There's a whole world of brothers and a whole world of sisters and a whole world of children too. different yet they're all the same in their hearts they're all part of you and me they are our family humanity is our family And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's December 29th, 2020. I'm Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And um, I have one more thing. Okay. And Dave. And Dave's here too, y'all. And the posse and the and the popcorn eaters. Um, they want me to tell you, we are not alone. We are never alone. We are not alone. And that's what they want me to say. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, Walt, did you want to comment on anything that you heard or observe? Yeah, it's a fantastic ending to 2020. Only the folks on the other side could give us a better view of what, of what is a, a what do you call it? A comedy of errors as over a year turned out to be, and I think that was that was the best send off they could have given us. I I, I think it was uh, I, I think I know because you guys have television service, you're already aware of it. So anything I find out, I'm always late to the show, but. Um, I was able to see that um, 15-minute message by President Trump where he's openly and publicly, you know, declaring all the corruption and all the, uh, all the, all the things that were done during the election, all the illegal things that were done, all the uh, laws that were broken – and he laid it all on the table, everything that's been done so far and all the evidence covering it. And I, and I thought, wow, this is, this is great. Finally, somebody is saying it in, uh, oh, in the, in the cameras in public is finally saying it. We have a very corrupt system that it doesn't work and it has done all these things. Finally, it's being set out instead of pussyfooting around or beating around the bush. Uh, you know, suggesting this or suggesting that. No, nobody. Now, no one is saying it in plain old black and white. It's it's being said. We do have a corrupt system, and this is what has transpired. When when did, you, when did you hear this? When did you hear this? I saw it. Or somebody posted it on on Facebook. It was a 15 minute message from from. I you guys are so. With your finger on the pulse of all I haven't political. heard it. Dolly, have you heard this? I no. have not heard this. Is this no, a recent I... post? Uh, yeah, he's all behind his back. It's all decorated for things for Christmas. So I don't know oh. when he recorded this on the 24th. 
Or okay, the that was when he rejected the um, the stimulus bill. He vetoed it. He's, you know, and oh, well, they're they're wanting to get money for their fake virus thing. Yeah, but he he signed it since. Then he signed, he signed it. it. Maybe well, some of us, some something was changed. Well, no. <clears throat> the best I could figure out was that, okay, he vetoed it and made it a big, you know, why? Well, then they started to really look at this, you know, almost six thousand pages, and to find out that there's all millions and millions of dollars. I mean, you know, it, the thing is nine hundred trillion dollars. I mean, million dollars, billion billion dollars, and a, the vast majority of the money is going to the list is, is absolutely mind-bending. It's going to different countries, and it's going to um, corporations like Microsoft, like uh, uh, Amazon, like Walmart. Mm. Millions and millions of dollars. In some cases, Into billions. Into a foreign country so they can uh, investigate the sex. Uh, how sex is. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, can't it's even Pakistan. Think. And it was gender, gender identity and and education. Um, It it was just absolutely the most stupid thing, and it was both Republicans and and Democrats. And if the game has been to, uh, you know, pull back the curtain, well, they pulled back the curtain. Now, they, they being the, the Congress people, they had set this up so that it was also a funding bill. It wasn't just covid the only COVID was a few million dollars or maybe a couple billion dollars to the small businesses and then, you know, $600 to the rest of us. You know, oh, well, gee, thanks a lot for that, you know. Um, so what you've got happening is that people now are looking at what they do all the time. And you go, okay, all right, but you're making yourselves really, really vulnerable here because... You're so blatant about this. And so he vetoes it, and so they take it back, and they said, no, we're not going to agree with this veto. We're going to pass it anyway. Oh, okay, then I'll sign it. <laughs> you know, because so so much of it was, uh, if if he had not signed it by two, was it, yeah, Tuesday morning, the or, you know, when it turned Tuesday at midnight, we wouldn't no longer have a budget to run the country on. So it would have been a real, you know, throwing a wrench into everything. But in the meantime, a lot of people just suddenly got, are you kidding me? You know, type of reaction to what was out there. So I said you know, to myself, I said, well, why, why would they take such a drastic, uh, in-your-face, out-and-visible view, you know? <clears throat> and it made me, because I asked the question probably, made me think of that, executive order that he put through in January of 2017 when he became president that said anybody that's, you know, found guilty of crimes against humanity will have their bank accounts frozen. And I got to wondering, I wonder if that actually did happen and that these people are running out of money because why would you give all this money to all these other countries? Well, because it's money laundering. You just gave them a whole bunch of money from the American people. In return, they're going to send you money into some secret bank account, and you're going to have millions of dollars for having given away 
billions of American dollars. And, you know, you idiots, you should have just given us the 2,000. Probably most of them would have just looked the other way. But it wasn't enough, you dump up, up, up. People are going to be angry about this, very, very angry about this. Um, never mind the people like you and me, you know, know this. But the average person, you know, talk, let's talk money here. You know, we're not going to give you the money. We're going to give it to these people over here. Oh, yeah, you made the money, but, you know, we're not going to let you have it. So it might just be that kind of a ploy to, again, um, you know, pull back the curtain. So if, I, if you're talking about that one, yes, that one I saw. But I'll tell you something. I did not see the whole thing. It was cut and a lot of it was cut out. I'll have to go look that up because I I know I only saw a few minutes of it, not the whole 15 minutes. So this time, Walt, you saw something I didn't see. Oh, <laughs> I didn't I'm mention it to blessed. you guys because I, I'm used to oh, you always giving us uh, you know information on what's going on. So I looked at it and I thought, oh, I bet you Nancy and, and Dolly already know about this video. No, I didn't know. Wow. Thanks for sharing it with us. Yeah, for the fir for the first time in a long time, things were set straight up, you know, just black and white. Now, no pussyfooting around it. Oh, we think that this uh, these people have done this, and we suspect these. No, no, they're saying it. The these people did this thing, and this was done, and this party did this thing, and the governors have done that other thing, and 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 oh, and, and in the video. They showed clips of uh, on I think it was was it Georgia I don't know one of the states in question that was that had the most like corrupt electoral system. <laughs> they said for, uh, they forced the Republican uh, um, election inspectors to step out of the room. They forced the Republican inspectors out of the room, and after they left the room, they you could see it, you could see it in the video. They take they take out the, these um, rolling uh, cases like a valise, like valises, like these rolling traveling cases that had the the, the ballots set up to replace the Trump ballots for uh, bidden ballots. And so it was the, the, the Democrats doing this. They, they, they forced the, the Republican inspectors to step out of the room while they went ahead and they, they take out, um, because the tables have the, 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 that tablecloth that covers all the way to the floor. So they lifted the, the tablecloth and took, took out all these cases from under the, from under the table so that they could do the switchover. So it's like everything was being declared, and 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 uh, Facebook, like the like the fakes that they are, at the bottom of the post are saying, "Oh, the fact checkers have not proven this." And I'm thinking, the president of the, your country is talking to you, and you need some fact checker to prove is this is real or not. What are you stupid? <laughs> And they're showing you video of it happening. Oh, and you have to prove that it, it that's a real video. You know, that they're really, that's really, up. oh, come on. Well, that, uh, it's, that's it's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They're, you know, just not letting people see the information. And then when you 
you know, are confronted with it, they scoff at it. it it's like insanity. <laughs> but the fact mm. of the matter is, is that, you know, there is good news. And we just heard from Dolly and, and Dave and, and the popcorn eaters and everybody, <laughs> bossy. Um, yeah, that's a really good send-off for 2020. Right. I just sent you Anelia's email on the Bye Bye 2020 and Hello 21. Would you like to read it? I know that you probably have already seen it, but I sent it to you so it would be at the top sure. of your email. Let me let me open up the email. And Anelia Benz is a, a woman who <clears throat> was sent here. She never had done a 3D incarnation. And so she, when she's talking about how she got used to looking out of eyes and not being, she could see 360 degrees and suddenly, but she was tripping over everything. And then she had her eyes adjusted and, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of magical stories. No, that that was when her, that was when her mother yelled at her and said, get inside your body now. So So she started looking out of her eyes and it's it's the it's the funniest thing because she's got a, a couple of black and white photos when she was that little girl and there's two photos and you can tell the difference before and after before when she was not fully inside the body it's like there was nobody home and you look at the eyes and they were just empty eyes as there was nobody home then in this in the other photo when she's fully inside her body you 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 could see that it's full of the, the the eyes are full of light and and life, and uh, I was able to tell the difference. And she says, "Yep, right on. That's that's exactly w- which one it was." So that was really interesting because it reminded me of that that old saying that uh, the eyes are like the windows of the soul. Well, yes. People are are aware of that saying, you know. The lights are on, but nobody's home. <laughs> yeah, if you can find it, send it to me. I'll put it up in the promo. And by the way, we're, you're not seeing Facebook postings, I mean YouTube postings of the shows because they threatened to take us down. But go to the archives. You can see the tab under radio, second down, archives. Click on it. It'll give you every week the programming that we've done. And um, once you... Sometimes I'll send out a link, and it goes directly to, like, this week's show. Well, if you want to make a shortcut so that you can understand how these archives are easily accessible, on the right-hand side, there is a list, and it'll say, you know, December, November, you know, backwards, okay, from when we started, which I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the date is. But every one of those are, if you click on it, it will. T- you're actually working with a blog. So you're in uh, this week's shows and you've listened to them all and you go, well, I wonder, I wonder if there's other ones. Well, all you have to do is click on the December and up comes the list of the shows, the weeks of December. So then you can go to any of those or you can go way back in time. So, you, you know, I mean, we've got virtually hundreds and hundreds of shows that you can access easily and there's a download for the vast majority of them so we're we're totally accessible all of our shows are accessible and the only difference between what we're doing now and what we're doing what we were doing is that 
we tried not to use the words that would trigger the the shutdown on YouTube, and I guess we were really successful. But they did, they did go back to a, a, a one one tape, one show from uh, 2018, and that's called the Plan. And you might want to look at that because, boy, that really angered them. <laughs> uh, good Lord. Sandy doesn't realize I'm on the radio and the football team is playing, you know, University of Miami, so they must have just made a good thing. <laughs> She'll message me all through this. I should just turn the phone off. Um, anyway, so, um, okay, it, it, either one of you got a uh, something you want to talk about. Oh, we're going to read Anelia. Oh, yeah. Ane- yeah. Yeah, Anelia. Okay, sorry about that. Go ahead. Do you have it? I guess, yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay. Uh, by now, you have seen the update Larry and I released on December 19th, 2020. If you haven't, please take time, some time to, to do so. I just posted on the radio chat the link to the video. It is very important at this time on Earth that we embody full consciousness and awareness of what is happening. The time for indulgence in illusion is over, and the time for complete remembrance is now. It is time for you to fully and unapologetically remember who you are and why you are here. In 2011, I agreed to be interviewed for the first time, and at that time I spoke directly to you and told you why you're here and why I am here. Why is it that we share this time and space together in the universe? Today, during the last days of December 2020, I am here to tell you again that this time is crucial for you to be, in caps, be who and what you came here to be. You are here to be your highest frequency, your highest self, your most awakened self, your most empowered self. It is time for you to claim back your, claim back your power and wield it by your own free will and your own true willpower. These are not just words, they are a spell, a weaving of remembrance that you may use if your highest self wills it so. Awaken fully, become the sovereign you came here to be, and embody the high-frequency paradigm moment to moment, second by second, hour by hour, day by day, week by week, month by now, month by month, until there is no more time. The time of darkness, of stupidity, of greed and anger, of savior, martyr, aggressor and victim is over for you. You cannot, you must not, and you shall not indulge in those cycles anymore. Drop them. In caps, she rewrites, drop them. Moving forward, we stand united. As light workers, we are powerful, strong, and our strength is as strong as the strongest of us. Our weaknesses are no longer disabling, and they are no longer coddled and leaned upon as a, as excuse. The time of illusion is over. Everything you need to know to function as a fully aware, awakened sovereign is laid out in thousands upon thousands of words on my website. Go there. Use your time to figure it out. I have spent the past 10 years informing you, educating you, and preparing you for this moment. 
grasp this opportunity to create the new paradigm with both hands, as by now you must know, the new paradigm is not something that is given to you. It is, it is not an internal event or even an external event. It is something you become. It is something you co-create with your frequency and through conscious choices and actions. It is not something you can do alone either. Co-create means more than one creating. With these words, with this spell, we say goodbye to the old paradigm and become the new. Enjoy light love in Elia. And that's it. Dolly, did you have some comment to make on that? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it sounds a lot like she said a lot of what Dave just said. <laughs> wow. So your reality is going to get a lot of company. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I find it um, synchronistic to what I've been going through here. As most people know, uh, what, three three weeks, four weeks ago, I guess, or maybe now, um, I had, like, within five weeks, three floods. And then the guy next door to me has to put in a, uh, an above-ground septic system because his drain field had failed during the flooding. And you can't do the old way. You have to build them up above ground. Very expensive. But it also adds to the elevation of his property, which means more water on mine. But he took it further, and he started dumping dump trucks of sand all over his acre of land, which would not only have affected me by putting probably from the 10 inches that I got during those last three storms to probably a foot, foot and a half. And it would also cause neighbors to flood out or get very close to it because we've gone higher. I mean, I've had more water in there just the way it was. So I'm absolutely freaking out. I'm thinking about maybe I have to move. I looked into being able to sell the property to um, the county uh, and make it into like a park when it's dry and a, a retainer, water retention scent, uh, system when it, it rains. I mean, I'm going through all this stuff and I keep getting well, there won't be a problem if there's no more storms. But, you know, the storms used to be one every five years. And now you get one, you know, five five weeks. I've gotten three of them. I mean, it was like insane. So, but I said, okay, all right, okay. I, you know, and I kept trying to talk myself down. And I was really, you know, deeply engrossed in the 3D drama of my property. This, you know, place here that I got my cats and the dog. And I mean, my God, this is terrible. And so I finally decided I'd rather spend the money with Walt getting a, a, a storm buster. Is that what? Cloud buster. Uh-huh. And take a chance that I just will never have another another storm hit this property. So I get with Walt, and Walt's going, are you sure? You know, these are expensive, and you want to check with this? And I said, <clears throat> I've been flying by the seat of my pants for a long time here, Walt, if I... I'm getting the inclination to do this. I, I think we should do this. So then we got talking about the technicalities of uh, the device, energy, you know, enterology discussion. And I was explaining to him that where I would put it would be in this particular area of the yard that's called the uh, Merkaba. 
So the Merkaba is a. It's not when when it was when we had built it. It was um, scaffolding. <laughs> it was a bunch of scaffolding in the yard, and I guess this is why it was there. But I I was led one day. I came home, and I'm I, I that was when I was working like until eight o'clock in the morning. And I come home, and I'm like, uh, what? And I start hearing this. Go to the back of the yard. What? Back of the yard. Go to the back of the yard. You guys see something. Okay, so I go out there, and I'm led to this pile of scaffolding. Now, I knew it was there, but I never thought about it. And I'm going, like, what? <clears throat> what is What is this all about? you got to build something. Well, what do I got to build? you got to build something. Well, what am I got to build? you got to build something. All right, okay. And so at that time frame, uh, I had a friend of mine that was staying with me, and uh, her name is Brenda Brock, and she, somebody's breathing in. Somebody's got an open mic. Um, and Brenda was uh, had just woken up, and she kind of like, what are you doing? And I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm supposed to build something. And I said, can you give me a hand here? Because you know, she set up some of the first uh, psychic telephone uh, uh, systems, businesses, I guess you call it. And she was very, very well known. So... She start, she's, she's, she's going like, well, it has to do with this, this, this stuff here. And she didn't even know what to call it. I said, oh, I know that. I said, but what do they want me to build and where do they want me to build it? And so she's like, oh, okay. And she's half asleep. And so she's got a cup of coffee in one hand and she's smoking a cigarette in the other. And she's walking around the yard with her pendulum. And, I mean, she walked around for quite a long time. And then she... You know, it says right here, and I'm looking, and it's like that—that's you know, like that's 200 feet away from where I'm at now. You, these things are heavy. Are you sure you're right? And she's going, I'm right. And then she goes back in the house. So I take these things and I bring them over there, and I don't know. Let's see, there was one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, there was eight of them. <clears throat> I have to bring them over there, and now I got to figure out well, what am I building, and so. You know, I'm like, what do you want me to do now? I'll take that piece and put it here. And I, so I follow these directions that I'm imagining in my head. And all of a sudden, I've got this this thing that's about, uh, it had to have been maybe four, yeah, it was like 15 feet long. And then it was uh, a, oh, a good 10 feet wide. But it was at a long, and then at the end, both of the ends, um, Point made a pyramid like type of thing came to and they're all this scaffolding you know you see it on the side of buildings and stuff just put together that way and I had never been over to this part of the yard we had vortexes all up in the front of the yard we I'd never been led to the back of the yard well then so so anyway so I, I get this thing done and it took me hours to do this well I don't know how many hours but it seemed like hours. I was out there for a long time, and I come into the house, and I'm like, oh, my God, i got to go to sleep because I haven't technically slept. So I go to sleep, and then when I get up in the morning, um, I do what I have to do in the morning and afternoon, do what I have to do, and then there's a, a, a book laying there, and it's The Keys of Enoch. And it's a, if you don't know the Keys of Enoch, it's a totally mystical book that was written back in the 70s and gives all sorts of wild information. But anyway, I had been studying it, and this was like the second time I was going through it, and this is a very big book. But um, it was just sitting there, and it was opened. 
and I'm looking at it, and I got the urge, <laughs> I was guided, to flip the page. And when I flipped the page, a diagram, a drawing of what I had just built in the yard was there. And it was called the Merkaba. And that's how it's got, it, got its name. So I was telling uh, I was telling Walt because over the years, well, at one point there was a a circle put up over this that was uh, uh, it was like these things were so there was four feet of uh, well three and a half feet of um, a copper pipe uh, one incher going into the ground and then coming up and then it, then it was holding this entire circle and you had it so that the circle is up above you by six feet, basically. And then above that, there was an entire 10-foot, we were using 10-foot copper to create the uh, Giza dimension pyramid. So when you were inside of this contraption, the Merkaba, you were actually working in the bottom half, well, the, the uh, you know, the, the third half of a, a pyramid. And that's where you get the most intense energy uh, in, in, in any given, uh, we're talking about the Giza pyramid. So then they had me dig a hole, put a geometric shape in it, do this grid work with a, the copper pipe. I mean, it was copper wiring. I mean, the thing was just like one of the most awesome places. If you, if, when you went in there and you started to really, you know, and we're talking, you know, 20 people would be in there doing music. Nobody well, a couple of actual musicians were there, but most of us didn't have any, any. You know, we didn't drums, two fruits. It didn't matter. You could just play things, and the magical music that came out of this, these, you know, get-togethers was just astounding. But I also realized that I could tune. You could change the tune, the frequencies inside of the Merkaba, because they also had me put in a four-foot pipe and do a whole thing and I'm going like what's this for and I started moving this copper coiling pipe up that they'd gone up this other pipe and I start moving it and you could feel the shift of energy so this was an extraordinary um, energetic device that they had created this is all back in the 90s 92 time frame and um, so I I'm saying to Walt you know we got to we got to put this, this, I know where they want it, you know. And, and so as I'm talking to him about the details of the whole and thinking back about all of the things that has come, I'm going like, wow, was I lost? Because I can't sell this house or get, I'm the caretaker here. I'm here because of that. Because of the, it's, a, it's an entire energy field. And what we know now is that this particular structure that has been created is an artificial way of being able to activate the Atlantean vortex, the main Atlantean one that's just off the coast from me. But it's underground, underwater now. You can't get to it. I mean, <laughs> unless you have snorkeling gear and, you know, how are you going to build a fire in snorkeling gear? Um, so this was like a way of human beings being able to interact with Gaia and the grit. And one of the main things that we learned when we started out is that everything that we did that would be within the concept of manipulation of energy, which is magic, um, they didn't need us to do that. It could all be done by 
not a, all of our guides, you know, the angelic realm, the spiritual realm, the ETs, you know, all of these people could do this. They didn't need our, our, you know, participation to make it work, but they needed our participation to witness it because everything that we're doing is learning. So, yes, all of a sudden, you know, like in conversation that I had with Walt earlier a couple, few days ago, all of a sudden I remembered. I remembered why I was here. And I'd lost that, I'd lost my way. I didn't even realize I had lost my way. So, um, and you know, I mean, the stuff I'm talking about is absolutely, positively stark raving mad. But it isn't. Uh, it's been proven time and time again. Shungite's all based on the same stuff, the same science, the same knowledge base. It's remembering it. And Walt's the great one for remembering it. You know, and then we get led to other people that have remembered, like Cater and his book. And it's just, we are in a very magical time. We are in a time of transition. And I remember when I first heard Bill Brockbrader talking to Carrie Cassidy on Camelot. And she said, well, what do you see this new reality as being? And he, he got real quiet and he thought about it and he said... You know, it's like a butterfly coming out of the cocoon. And I like that image, you know. And you remember the the cartoon about the caterpillar, right? Two caterpillars and one saying to the other, looking up at a butterfly flying there. You'll never get me up in one of those things. We don't have any options. We're going to be butterflies. But are you going to be a butterfly that just says, oh, my God, we can soar, we're alive, we're, you know, coming into a whole new reality of who we are and what we're about? Or do you want to, you know, drag your feet and stay with the old one? If you want that, that's your that's your path, you know. And we, the ones that want to be the butterflies, we got to understand that. And I really liked that concept of... Pulling down your mask and just smiling. You know, if every one of us would wear the dang mask so that they all don't go paranoid, and yet you see these people, you just pull it down, you smile, and you wink. And maybe you want to get a mask that has, because they have these masks now, this does not work. <laughs> so we'll all start wearing the same mask. This does not work. And when we see people, we pull it down, smile, and wink. Yeah. You know? That's probably the best thing we can do for them. Because there's a lot of people that just ain't going to get it. But the rest of us are, and we're going to have a hell of a good time. So anyway, who knows what will happen when it, that thingy gets here. <laughs> and I realized it wasn't for the cloud busting, it was because it's a Shungite device that, you know... Let's see. An upgrade's coming. <laughs> right, Walt? You don't know what's coming. <laughs> no, I don't know what's coming. Well, I'm going to throw... I'm going to, I'm going to try to throw into it everything I know, so... I suspected it that should, much. It, it, should, it should work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I trust Nancy? you, you know? What? Ken said some fighting words. What did he say? <laughs> I'm tattling. Ken says, at Nancy L. Hopkins, Earth's name is Midgard, not Gaia. Did you see my reply? No. 
depends on your cultural heritage, Nordic or Greek. <laughs> yeah. It depends on where you come from in the world. It's the same thing. It's just in different places, people speak different languages. Well, I didn't name her. That's what I was told her name was. The spirit of Gaia is the person that I'm deal with, you know, unless I get downloads from the ETs. That was, this seems to be some kind of an ET thing, more so than, you know, I mean, Gaia and the ETs, they all sort of work together. But this definitely, when I got the download, it was coming in from the part of my head that I know is it's it's like the technical arm of the ETs <laughs> and it didn't start up until that way after I had met Shungite but it's um, yeah downloads and just let your imagination say oh I think maybe that's real let me test it out oh my god it does it works <laughs> uh. well I was surprised I was looking at a I guess this is what you call a, a Hopkins synchronicity I was looking at um, that documentary on the on the moon. How not how not natural it is is I mean you start putting together all the elements about the existence of the mother of the moon, uh, its size, its distance, its everything, everything about there's not, absolutely nothing natural about the moon as it is. And in, and during the um, documentary, a subject was brought up, and, and I thought, wow, this is interesting, very, very synchronistic. I mean, for years I always used as a, as a, as a, as a nickname or as an alias the, the word proselyte. I don't know why, where it came from. All I know is that I heard that in my head when I was still living in New York, and and I and I liked it. I liked the sound of it, and I kept it. And it turns out that it's uh, and I looked on. I guess the my, this, the spelling is different. The sound is identical. I looked in like Wikipedia. Um, there's no mention of such a name. It turns out that it's written differently. It proselyte actually is a time on Earth when Earth did not have a moon because the moon was brought here. Earth did not have a natural moon, and that's the the proselyte. Proselyte is the Earth without a moon. I had no idea that's that's that it actually had a meaning to it, and no no wonder it it, it felt so familiar because. If you remember that, it means that that's one of those times when you were on Earth, when Earth did not have a moon. So it's quite a bit uh, ago, I guess. Well, they've discovered that in some of these deep mining operations, they get down to like a billion years ago, and they're finding tools. I mean, the, 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 the archaeological community knows that we are a very young version of but civilizations have been on this in this biosphere for billions of years and I'm saying billions with a B mm -hmm. you know so no we, we, we are totally ignorant of what all is really you know there and that's what's so exciting about it. 
I mean, we've come a long way as a species right now. To the point that you remember our Anastasi friend, you know, she said there was a change that allowed for us to get past the point where every time we'd get there, we'd go around again. Nope. You know, it's some kind of a cosmic game. Nope, you didn't get it yet. You go around again. You know, but something happened in 2000 time frame that, you know, allowed us to get past that into a, a, a new potentiality of where we're going. And I think we're going to some really pretty amazing places. Certainly not going to, you know, miss this place. Not Well, I think some front, front some boundary line has been crossed that before just kept hitting on it just kept hitting and hitting on it and, and finally I I think maybe just maybe that uh, that boundary line must be I don't I, I don't mean to be to sound hopeful but I think it's the simple fact that you're we uh you're whittling away at the great cabal because it's impossible to move forward into into any other kind of high vibration reality if we are constantly non-stop dealing with this good and evil crap thing always i mean it doesn't matter if a civilization is backwards they don't even know fire or i mean it's a miracle that they know they, they know fire or it doesn't matter if a civilization has flying machines. It's always the same crap. Oh, good, the good against the bad, the bad against the good, and the self-created interests and the selfish hurting the the good people. They want, and I think it's we've reached a time in in the spiritual evolution of people on Earth where we move past that. We are able to move that the the. That is a selection of realities that, that we had. Because, let's face it, uh, how many civilizations can you name that haven't destroyed themselves? Or either they've disappeared off the face of the earth completely, not a, nothing is left, no no destruction, no, no great diseases, or they just blew up out of existence. So, But, the, but the, you can never get past that. You can never, and I think we've gotten... I don't know when the the boundary line was, but I think that's what's the, this big commotion that we're experiencing, both on the material side and on the spiritual side, is that I we're we're past that. We are beyond that duality of always relying on light and dark, always relying. It's enough, and in fact, in Elia. Is the subject of one of her lectures is that she said uh, it was 2012 I think it happened when it happened um, she got so sick her guides took her out of the planet because otherwise her physical body was going to, to die when she started this work publicly you know doing this work years ago um, she was confident and she was hopeful and she was sure that the planet was going to go was going to go in a positive evolution loop that they finally were over 
undone with this light and dark uh, contest. Always, always, you know, chess match, the light against the dark. And she was hopeful that that was over and done with and we could move into a very positive timeline where we evolved and do magical, incredible things. Uh, it turns out that they took her. They took her out of the planet for three days. So for for three days, her physical body had the physical enelia, but the the high frequency soul that is her was was taken out for by her guides for I think it was three days, because otherwise they told her otherwise you're not going to if we don't do this for you now you're not going to want to continue and she, and she says they were right because when I came back I got sick really sick and I was out of commission for a while because the human collective not all the human collective but a great part of the human collective had decided at a higher level that they wanted to continue that experiment of the light against the dark. But another part of the human collective says, no, we're done. We're done with, we're done with that experiment. It was fun for a while, but now we're sick of it. It's constant repetition. Generation after generation, civilization after civilization, we're just sick of it. We're tired. We want something different. So she says, I, I'm, I'm only one. I don't, I, I don't have the power to choose for everyone. And that's exactly what happened. So that's why she has spoken so much about the, the split in the realities. That right now you're in the middle of, a, of, of a, this major split. And there are people living circumstances here that that are completely alien to you because you're not there, you're not you're you're not in those low frequencies, and yet you have all these different people that have they're suffering this and they're suffering that, and you say, where is this happening? I've never heard of that. Well, you haven't heard of it because you're not there. So she says, this is the part that's so tiresome to many and dramatic to others. So it's costing people a lot of energy and a lot of effort and concentration and dedication to stay in that high-frequency reality because the realities are splitting. So wherever we are going, we're going on a high reality, on a high reality, um, a high-frequency reality. But yet there were many people that are deciding to stay because I guess they enjoy that. Fighting that gladiator games or circus games where you you kill off everybody until there's nothing left. They're they're still stuck in that old in that uh, reality of light versus dark. And I guess they have the right to choose, and they're choosing that way. That's why you have so much of this split happening. I think that's the big difference of being able to cross over because enough. <laughs> We're done with that old experiment of the of light versus dark. It's 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 an old show and it's been playing it's been on reruns for the last what 10,000 years. <laughs> At least that long. Oh god. So Dolly are you there? 
Yep, I'm here. Do you want to say something about 2020? What you thought of it? What you're thinking? <clears throat> Not just what Dave and the Posse said, but what you're feeling, what you're thinking. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it was quite the year. Um, <laughs> I lived through another heart attack, and and uh, I thought I wasn't going to be here for Christmas, seriously. And I'm still recovering from that last heart attack. And it's amazing with the energies that seem to surround here since I've invited the angels to come anytime they want to use this as a safe house or whatever they want to as long as there's no evil brought around it uh, and, and all this stuff with the politics has been so wearing tiring on me uh, I go up and down up and down up and down I would say this is, a, for me, this has been a year of ups and downs because one minute I'm okay, I know God's one, I know Trump's one, and the next minute I'm having a damn heart attack because I see on TV that Biden had uh, won the presidency, <laughs> and I yeah. lost my faith. That was sickening, I, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it gave me a damn heart attack, Walt, and... And so Annette's, after after she got me to lay down in bed, saying I wouldn't go to the hospital, she said, Biden's killing my mom. And that sent into my head, oh, wait a minute, what am I doing to myself? <laughs> so I went on and up. Even though I was on down health-wise, I went on and up, spiritual-wise. So to me... 2020 has been eye-opening as to how evil people can get, how evil beings do exist. That but you realize something super. You realize something super important, important, and super powerful. That between you and Bidden, the only one has who has any power over you is you. Yeah. The only one who can make you sick is you. He, he's powerless. He's got nothing on you. Yeah. So it goes for the rest of the cabal, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, it does. All they need is our, our cooperation and our belief in their stupid games. Yeah. But I began to realize that their games in this year. And, excuse me. And I really, I really am at a strong spot. <laughs> I must be on and up. Uh, I know it's going to be okay. I know it's going to be okay. Uh, I know after the exposures are made, uh, we will start to, uh, we will have to continue to uh, tell ourselves, no, it's okay, it's okay. The evil is gone. The evil is going away. That the little pockets that haven't, they're going away. We're going to be okay, and we need to fight to maintain that until we can. Uh, until I need to fight to maintain it. Until I can say to myself, "Good has won over evil." Just frickin' relax 
and have fun. Uh, don't don't have to fuss over anybody anymore. It's been exposed. Everyone's on their own. Because I fuss over people. And I think, why can't they see it? Why? What is preventing them? How can they not see this? It's in front of their face. What's going to happen to them? And then I have to tell myself, they're in control of their own self. (laughs) Stop fussing. So it's been up and down, up and down, up and down. Hopefully, when I get to 2021, I can say, okay, I'm just going to go along with whatever happens. I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm going to keep sending out the good to the universe, to angels, to whatever. And I know my angels are with me 24-7. That makes me happy. Our neighbor, we got a new neighbor across the street, and he's kind of lonely. So he's been coming over here. Well, last time he was over here, I think it was last night, night before last, uh, he was sitting in, in the chair, and all of a sudden he realizes he wasn't able to stay awake. <laughs> and that's what happens to uh, 99% of the people who come to our house. They get so relaxed and they feel so at peace that they start nodding off and we just look at each other. (laughs) It's okay. They probably need to rest. (laughs) And Walt, what do you, I mean, you you had a really rugged 2020. I bet you just want to say some bad words and adios, yeah? To put it mildly. <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel better about 21? Uh, no, I don't feel anything. In fact, uh, it's Dave voiced uh, what I was already aware of. That because in, in Elia and in, in, in that show, she did uh, uh, the overview of 2020. She says 2021 is going to be some more of the same, only uh, at a greater intensity. Because the people that are still stuck in the old reality, there's going to be more of the same for for them. I mean, because that's the energy that they choose to experience. But so, not for those of us who don't choose it. Exactly. Yeah. That's But that's why... We may not choose it, but unfortunately, we have to avoid stepping into the bear trap of falling for their, those dramas. Right. Or, oh, what's going to happen to me if that goes through? Or what's going to... No, no. It's happening for those people. You know, stay out of their drama. You, you, don't, you don't like that, that, uh, that trip? Don't, don't go there. Don't, don't go into the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I see us breaking contracts. That's what I say. We're going to break all the contracts that have kept us in this dungeon of forgetting. And we are at the end of the show. So say good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Have a have a have a super a super time. And happy Thanks new for year. Thanks being here. Happy oh, new year. Yes. 
Happy New Year, everybody. Walton, Nancy, and everybody. We'll see. We'll see you next year. Be safe, everybody. Bye. Preaching, preaching. The unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.